Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 987 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. President Biden will visit the southern border. We have the story. Wildfires burning across central Kansas. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. The federal government has sued to block a giant supermarket merger. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Yesterday, we set a new record high of 78 in Wichita. Could we do that again today? Our complete forecast is coming up. President Biden is set to visit the border after the murder of a college student in Georgia by an illegal immigrant. Fox's Jackie Heinrich reports from the White House. President Biden revealed he was surprised his border visit would compete with former President Trump's. He also declined to say if he'd be meeting with any migrants, saying that Secret Service doesn't like him to announce those things ahead of time. But for the first two years in office, the president resisted visiting the border, at one point drawing criticism for saying he couldn't spare time in Arizona because he had more important things to do. But the high-profile murder of a Georgia student, allegedly by an illegal border crosser, is making it tougher to sell the line Republicans share in this border crisis because they killed the bipartisan deal that he wanted to sign. A number of wildfires were reported around central Kansas yesterday afternoon. One of the largest was south of Lakin, burning at least a six-mile path. A wildfire was reported in south Reno County, west of Pretty Prairie, south of Arlington. Reno County officials say crews also worked a small fire west of Hutchinson. Fires reported in Kingman, Rice, and McPherson counties. There's no reported damage to houses or buildings. An emergency disaster declaration was issued a Monday in Kansas due to the increased fire risks. 
this week. The declaration allows more resources to be available for fighting wildfires. Rodney Redinger with the Kansas Forest Service says they've been working to prepare for possible wildfires. A lot of planning. Uh, we've been communicating with our uh, other state partners, the state fire marshal's office, Division of Emergency Management, um, since kind of towards the end of last week when we started hearing that these fire weather conditions may be coming this week. Um, and so specifically to the Forest Service. The Kansas Division of Emergency Management has started staffing the State Emergency Operations Center to help counties and local first responders under the new declaration. Wichita police have made an arrest in a weekend double homicide. 35-year-old Christopher Harrell and 35-year-old Natisha Phillips were shot near Kellogg and Rock Road early Saturday morning. A young child was also found unharmed at the scene. A 20-year-old suspect was arrested on suspicion of capital murder and child endangerment, and formal charges are pending. Two men accused in the shooting death of a one-year-old Tayden Anderson February 19th were charged in Sedgwick County District Court Monday. 21-year-old Jonathan Tillery Mathias and 25-year-old Kavion Richard were charged with first-degree murder and criminal discharge of a firearm. A 17-year-old has also been charged in juvenile court. Bond for the two men has been set at $1.5 million. The Federal Trade Commission suing to block a proposed supermarket merger. Government officials say the nearly $25 billion deal between grocery giants Kroger, the parent company of Dillon's, and Albertson's would eliminate competition and lead to higher prices for millions of Americans. The FTC filed a lawsuit in U.S. District Court in Oregon Monday. It was joined in the suit by the attorneys general of eight states and the District of Columbia. Kroger and Albertsons, two of the nation's largest grocers, agreed to the merger in October of 22, saying that the merger would help them better compete with Walmart, Amazon, Costco, and other big rivals. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Wichita City Council has scheduled a workshop for today. Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News she is making a change to try and simplify things. I'm hoping that our community knows that in the past, workshops were at 9.30 a.m., well, I tried to align it all so that everything's at 9 a.m. So our council meetings are at 9 a.m. Our workshop meetings now are at 9 a.m. Wu commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stevens Head of the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now 7.06, six minutes past 7 o'clock. What a game in Manhattan last night for K-State basketball. We'll have highlights here from Coach Tang coming up in sports. Primary polls open this morning for Michigan State-run presidential primary. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 7.09 now, nine minutes past 7 o'clock. The spring storm season is just around the corner. Sedgwick County annual severe weather safety program kicked off Monday evening at the Valley Center Community Center. Cody Sharvett with the county's emergency management tells KNSS News the program is for the general public, free of free admission, along with trained storm trackers. One of the things that we stress to the public is that, you know, you don't have to be a t- trained storm spotter to be part of the reporting process. We'll give them away in this class. We'll show them how they can contact the Weather Service directly and give what it takes to make and put together a good report. The next program is Thursday at the Mount Hope Community Building. 
primary polls opened this morning for Michigan's state-run presidential primary. It's a straightforward vote for Democrats. The results for the GOP primary in Michigan will determine how 16 of the state's 55 RNC delegates will be awarded. The other 39 will be decided Saturday at a state party convention. That after Michigan Democrats signed off on the Biden administration's preferred earlier primary date in February, which violated RNC rules. Former President Donald Trump leads the GOP contest by double digits with a potential problem for President Biden. A large group of Arab Americans in Michigan are urging Democrats to cast primary ballots as uncommitted in protest of the president and his handling of the Israel-Hamas war. Jeff Manasso. Fox News. Seattle is developing housing villages for their homeless population and migrant families. South Henderson Street is the new home to this tiny house village and the individuals, couples, and families who will live here. The Low Income Housing Institute owns this land. The organization has future plans to develop the space into affordable housing. 42 tiny houses fill this village equipped with shared community spaces. A tiny solution to a seemingly endless problem. 2023 was the worst year on record for deaths of people living outside in King County. The medical examiner's office says 415 unsheltered people lost their life, up from 309 in 2022. And more people are coming to the area almost daily, seeking asylum from their home countries, including Venezuela, Angola, and Congo. Frankie Thompson, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 712, 12 minutes past 7 o'clock. Right now in traffic, starting to get some heavier traffic volumes out there. Uh, some fairly heavy traffic right now. Uh, that is on K42, uh, northbound especially, and that's uh, down uh, by right around Mays Road. Just some uh, heavy traffic down there, southwest of Wichita. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast. With Kansas Today Meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Good morning, Steve and Ted. How are we doing? Good, good. good. Super. Horrific. Yeah. You guys been enjoying the warmth out there? Yes, Yeesh. we do. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's been nice, but, you know, still, tale of two forecast, warm, breezy means high fire danger. We're going to continue to have to deal with that threat as the day progresses for our Tuesday. Also going to be windy. I expect those gusts to be even stronger out there. So we have a wind advisory as well as fire weather warnings that are going to be in effect for the day ahead. There's going to be a small chance of seeing some moisture over the next 24 hours, but anything that we're able to receive likely not going to help us out. Uh, too much in uh, in the regard of the fire danger that we've recently been experiencing. So we'll go from partly to mostly cloudy skies well, with a southwest breeze, eventually switching out of the north at 15 to 30 miles an hour. Northerly switch of our winds, increasing clouds, late day 10% chance of rain. We have a cold front that's going to be blowing through the area. Mostly cloudy skies tonight with a 20% chance that that rain maybe even mixes with a few snowflakes. Now we'll bottom out at 22 degrees, dry by the time we get to daybreak early tomorrow morning, but definitely need those winter coats. We can't put those away just yet. Still going to be gusty during the overnight as well. And then by tomorrow, that breeze not going to be as strong, but the damage has been done when it comes to this strong cold front moving through once it exits high of only 45 degrees tomorrow our average high today 53 so a lot of us around the wichita area likely going to be below where we should be for this time of year when it comes to average highs we'll also see skies gradually kind of clear out clouds breaking as we 
take that mostly cloudy sky and become partly cloudy. But then increasing clouds again during our thir uh, Wednesday night. Heading into early Thursday, this is going to lead to a 20% chance of rain come Thursday. Uh, another system working its way into uh, the Sunflower State from the south could lead to a few rain showers. Those chances, though, just still not really looking all that great. High of 54 degrees, so at least temperature's starting to rebound. Back up to 64 come Friday. Nice, quiet, sunny start to our weekend. And then back into the middle 70s come Saturdays, turning spring-like again. 77 degrees on Sunday. We'll also wrap up the weekend with a 20% chance of showers and storms as another cold front starts to move in. That's going to hit the reset button on our temperatures, and we cool back down to a high of 56 into the start of next week. Right now, we're at 48 degrees. Light southwest wind at 3 miles an hour under a partly cloudy sky. Give it time. It looks like those winds, although light right now, they'll pick back up here by the time we head into the afternoon. Wish we can enjoy one more pleasant afternoon here in South Central Kansas. And then the coats come back out. And then the coats come back. All right. Thank you, Ron L. That's the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Steve and Ted here on this uh, Tuesday morning, February 27th. Yesterday's high temperature, 78 degrees, normal high 52, and 78 ties Tied the record. record. Yeah, The record high was uh, the first record was set back in 1896. <laughs> Way before, before a lot of inventions. And before your time. And again, that flag, red flag warning today, there's fire dangers out there. Be careful with any uh, smoking or whatever you're doing. Uh, on this date in 1991, Operation Desert Storm came to a conclusion. As President George H.W. Bush declared that Kuwait is liberated, Iraq's army is defeated, and announced that the Allies would suspend combat operations at midnight Eastern Time, Operation Desert Storm. And a birthday today, Joanne Woodward turns 95 today. Oh, my. Yep. She has one Oscar for Three Faces of Eve, Eve 1957. Know. Of course, the widow of Paul Newman. Mm -hmm. Paul Newman died in 2008. Do you realize that? He's, he's been gone that long. long time ago. Yeah. No, 10, 12, 14 years. Wow. Anyway, Joe. What a powerhouse acting couple. Yeah. They were a couple for many, many years, had their kids together, and she is turning 95 years old today. Oh, bless her heart. Yes, sir. The uh, classic children's film Mary Poppins just had its rating increased by UK authorities. The uh, British Board of Film Classification has decided to rate the film PG due to the use of discriminatory language. The phrase in question is Hottentot, a derogatory term used for the Koi Koi of Southern Africa. The original Mary Poppins was released in 1964, of course, rated G. Mm. Hottentot's going to offend somebody. Apparently it is. I don't even know what a Hottentot is. I thought it was... You just explained yeah, it. Yeah, some. I guess it's a member of a some tribe. And uh, the UK says, oh, that's... Not politically correct anymore. Hmm. I'll put this guy in the running for the worst wedding guest ever. 45-year-old Ronte Stokes was a groomsman at a groomsman now at a wedding in Largo, Florida, Saturday. But he got kicked out after getting into a fight with the bride, Oop, who happens to be his sister. Oop. It started as an argument. That's a fun family. Then other guests had to escort him out of the reception after he had tacked his sister. Domestic violence. Beating on her. Police say alcohol may have been a factor. Really? really? Mm. He also struck several other people on his way out, including his brother-in-law, a bridesmaid, a niece, and his own mom. Oh, a good dude. <laughs> his own mom, who's 65 years old. Hey, Ronte, 
That was not a good wedding for you. Mm. Not even a wedding crasher. He was a groom. Yeah, he just ruined his sister's yeah. wedding. Yeah. But so they have a story to tell for the yeah, rest of the story. I've probably got some good pictures. Yeah, remember that time when my brother attacked mom at my wedding? Yeah, we got some pictures in the album here. There you go. 718, Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS in sports time with Ted Woodward. Ted. What a game in Manhattan last night. College men's basketball, Kansas State hosting West Virginia. K-State had a 25-point lead at one point. I was listening to the game uh, on KFH in my car. I was like, well, this thing's over. Yeah. And then I found out later that I heard someone mention overtime. I was like, that can't be right. K-State was up by 25. Yeah, the thing went into overtime. K-State blew that 25-point lead in the final 13 and a half minutes of regulation. You know what? When K-State goes into overtime under head coach Jerome Tang, they win. that's That's a fact. They always win in overtime. Off to Perry. Tyler works to the right side to Kaluma. There's the cut by McNair. Underneath the bucket, he'll score! Will McNair has 13, and the cat lead is 85-80. to K-State goes on to win it in overtime, 94-90. to West Virginia still has not won a road game this season. All right, so that's 12 straight overtime wins for K-State. All in the last two seasons under head coach Jerome Tang. Seven of those 12 are this season. Seven overtime wins. 7-0. and that's a, that's a new NCAA record for overtime wins in one season. And it's all without a loss, too. K-State is now 17-11 and on the season. Senior Tyler Perry, a season-high 29 points, including six three-pointers. After the game, play-by-play voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, spoke with Coach Jerome Tang. We said in pregame, Coach, they were going to fight you, and they did. It was a crazy game. Congratulations on a wild, wild win, man. That was awesome. Uh, thank you very much. All glory to God. Um, I told the guys, man, for some reason God has favor on us, so we better be thankful for it and uh, and, and, and give him the honor and the glory for it. Uh, how about a tale of two halves, huh? Oh. And, I, I mean, I, I would think, uh, you know, Jason would say um, that it's kind of the microcosm of the season. And I could say, too, like, we look great, and then we can look terrible or just not focused and not locked in. And they look not focused and not locked in, then they looked unstoppable. K-State gets the win, 17-11 and 11 now on the season. First back-to-back wins for the Wildcats in more than a month. We have college action tonight in Lawrence, 7th-ranked Kansas hosting BYU. BYU making its first visit to Lawrence in 52 years. BYU has lost three straight road games. Meanwhile, KU has won 19 straight home games, third longest active streak in the nation right now. Jayhawks favored by six and a half points going into this one tonight. That'll tip off at 7 o'clock tonight in Lawrence. High school basketball. We're into sub-state play now. It's a single elimination. You win, your season continues. You lose, your season is over. We got some good matchups tonight in Class 3A girls. Leon Bluestem is at Chaparral. Both teams have winning records. How about this for a first-round game? Smoky Valley has 14 wins, and they have to go on the road, visiting 16 wins, Santa Fe Trail. One of those teams is going home tonight, the 3A girls. And in 2A girls last night, Berean Academy wins on home court, beats El Saline 52-33. The Berean Academy girls into the sub-state semifinals with a record of 16-5 and on the season. And a happy birthday today to former Wichita State men's basketball coach Greg Marshall, who is 61 today. Led the Shockers to the Final Four, but did exit the school, given a payout to leave as head coach after allegations of physical and verbal abuse. 
Greg Marshall, it's his birthday. He is 61 today. For a healthier weight to more energy, you need to switch your dog's food to the farmer's dog. The effects can feel magical. There's no sorcery. It's just real food made for dogs. Check it out. The Farmer's Dog. 722 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. Parents in Florida now have the option to have their children go to school without getting vaccinated for measles. That's coming up. Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Even Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, partly cloudy now into 48 degrees. Israel is offering Hamas a 40-day truce and a new exchange of hostages for prisoners. In the same city, though not the same room, negotiators from Israel and Hamas are said to be in Doha, Qatar and closer than ever. This draft proposal would see an end to fighting for over a month. 40 Israeli hostages would be freed in exchange for 400 Palestinian prisoners and 500 trucks of humanitarian aid would be allowed into Gaza each day. The pause in fighting would last throughout the Muslim holy month of Ramadan. President Joe Biden hopes the truce could begin on Monday. No official comment on that timeline yet from Israel or Hamas, each of whom blames the other for the lack of an agreement. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Police in Fontana, California, shot and killed a man inside a Home Depot. Fox's Christine Devine with more. From the 16,700 block of Santa Ana Avenue, Fontana police tell us that they responded to multiple 911 calls of a person attempting to get hit by a car. When officers arrived, the man ran into the Home Depot and armed himself with a sharp object. That's when the shooting happened. The man died at the scene. No one else was hurt. It's not clear if the man already had the weapon on him or if he retrieved it in the store. Fire crews in Hutchinson have been preparing for the potential of wildfire outbreaks in the area. Hutchinson Division Fire Chief Jeremy Unruh says earlier this month they did control burns to cut down on areas of thick, dry grass. We'll do burns along the ditch. Um, that basically gives us another 30 to 60 foot of um, defensible space um, because a lot of our fires happen off the roadway. Last year, Hutchinson firefighters battled 29 large wildfires. The Wichita City Council has scheduled a workshop for today. Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News. This is just an opportunity for people to learn about a topic a little bit longer and for, for the council members to also discuss it longer. So workshop time is a really good opportunity for community to come out and gain more understanding on a topic. Wu commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. A leading DIY firearms company will no longer sell or distribute firearms parts to another state. One of the largest manufacturers of plastic-based firearm parts like receivers is agreeing to no longer sell to customers in the state of Maryland. That's part of an agreement reached between the city of Baltimore and the company known as Polymer 80. The city sued Polymer 80 two years ago, saying... Their firearms components were untraceable due to not being imprinted with serial numbers and leading to increased violence, especially among minors, they claimed. Suing them is part of the city's actions against what they call ghost guns. Eben Brown, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Our record high temperature for today in Wichita is 78, set back in 1976. 
We may break that again today. Sunshine, windy and warm with a high near 80. A strong cold front is going to bring an end to this spring-like weather. Tonight's low 23, sunny and 46 tomorrow. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now partly cloudy, 48 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 7.33, Stephen, 10 of the morning on KNSS, and it's uh, time for our weekly chat with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty. Good morning, sir. Good morning. It sounds like from that weather report, we're going for records today, huh? Uh, could have another record two days in a row. Bring it. Be nice. Yeah. It would be nice. We know what's coming tomorrow, though. It's kind of yeah. like a cruel joke, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But uh, we plan ahead. So tomorrow morning, and I, I can't come in my shirt sleeves. I'll have to put a jacket on. I, that's called planning ahead. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I, listen, uh, a lot of uh, news this morning about uh, wildfires, prairie fires in this area, and uh, of course, this severe weather season starting up, uh, and the uh, the uh, seminars or, or programs are going on with uh, the folks at the county. So, do you think we're, as usual, pretty well prepared for this uh, storm season coming our way? I do. We, you know, we have a wonderful emergency management uh, department led by our director Julie Stenson. She does a great job, not just in making sure that her department has the resources for unexpected and uh, uh, crisis weather situations, but that the awareness is there. Uh, she'll go throughout the community uh, and do uh, uh, training sessions. Uh, she'll consistently post on our Cedric County website, Cedric County Facebook pages about what you can do to make sure we're properly prepared. And as you know, uh, you know, living in this area, weather is vulnerable and, and it's volatile. And uh, we just want to make sure people know what, what resources are available and what they need to do to prepare for uh, the unexpected. And there's been some controversy over a 911 call and a fire. And, and did, that, did we ever have anything back on that, uh, on that investigation or whatever we called it? Yeah, great question. So the Board of County Commission, uh, in partnership with the city of Wichita, uh, felt it was wise to hire a third-party uh, audit, uh, particularly on that Brook Hollow apartment call. Uh, and the question really is, you know, what, what went right? What went wrong? What do we need to do to uh, analyze our systems there? You know, 911 services takes over 1,100 calls a day, a day. And many of those calls are people having, you know, the worst moment of their lives. So we want to make sure that not only are we, that 911 being the conduit to all public safety in this community, we want to make sure they're adequately resourced, adequately trained, that we're modernizing that department. And we should get that report back that'll just give us indication on that one specific call. We, we're expecting that report back here uh, three to four months. But that's not stopping the progress. We've got a lot of things we're working on now. We just approved new compensation plans for 911 dispatchers. We are modernizing the department in regards to uh, uh, dispatchers and call takers being separated. We're bringing a new level of dispatcher in that'll be fire specific. And, uh, so there's a lot we're working on, but 911 is important, and we're going to make sure it's resourced to do the job correctly. Uh, back to the uh, back to the weather. The, our severe weather season means that uh, the sirens have to go off. I, you know what? Yesterday, I was at home and I heard the siren go off. The first time I've noticed that in a long time. Mondays, what? New, Mondays at noon. Once it once a month, or it's not every week, is it? No, we typically do it weekly. It's is weird. it weekly? Uh, okay. Mondays at noon. Yeah. Mondays at noon, and if you've ever been eating lunch over at the Monarch over in Delano when that thing goes off, it, uh, it'll catch you by surprise. <laughs> Listen, that's important. You've got to make sure these things are, are working appropriately. And there's a misunderstanding around tornado sirens 
the, that is not meant to to alert people that are indoors. That is meant as an outdoor alert system for people that are outdoors. So uh, if there is volatile weather, uh, we instruct people to make sure that they're paying attention to radio, uh, the TV, uh, and paying attention to you, Stephen Ted. We're, you're you're the you're the guardians of the community when when bad weather is coming in. So we'll all be listening to you to get our weather updates. Well, it's a good example. I'm here in the building. I I can't hear anything at noon. I can't hear what's going on outside. Right, right. And and we can't really see something something coming. I, so I guess that's in a way it's good. We're kind of in a shelter here. So uh, yeah, you're in the bunker. You're in the bunker. We doing are the radio show. That's right. Listen. Uh, so we got a meeting tomorrow, county meeting. Uh, anything exciting going on there tomorrow? No, no meeting tomorrow. Oh, no meeting tomorrow. Okay. We, yep, we don't meet the last Wednesdays of the month. That's that's typical business for the county. What we're really working on right now, there's a lot. Last night we had a town hall for the regional mental health hospital uh, that was well attended. Um, it's legislative session. Uh, they're what they've uh, they've reached what's called turnaround. So they're on the second half of their legislative session and. At the county, we do a lot of work in regards to advocating for specific bills. There are some bills we're playing defense against to make sure that our constituents in Sedgwick County, that their interests are being represented and our legislators know how that impacts our community in particular. That's a lot of work right now. We're testifying on bills. We're going to Topeka frequently. We're visiting with legislators. So that's a big part of what happens at the uh, end of February, early March. And, and uh, that's what we'll be doing tomorrow as well. So the psych hospital at that site is 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 where we're going to go for sure, right? Down southwest. Yeah, as of, yep. as of right now, that's exactly the direction we're heading. We feel confident in that. The governor's office has also indicated that they that is a go, and we're moving forward with architectural designs. There have been some rumblings that a few legislators might want to take a peek at Riverside Hospital for that, but uh, but you know. We have a good relationship with our South Central delegation, uh, and, and anytime there's questions or anytime there's uh, suggestions that we look at another route, we open up the lines of communication. We communicate with them frequently, and, uh, and we kind of work through those things as, a, as good partners do. But we're confident in the site down south. We think it's the best site for, for what we're trying to accomplish, and we're excited to get this project breaking ground. And now we're hearing rumbles that that Riverside Hospital might be that site for that one-stop uh, homeless uh, center we're talking about for the city. You know, that that piece of real estate is too valuable in this community to set idle for as long as it has. Uh, I'm grateful that the city of Wichita is looking at that to, to, to do something with. And, and the plans are still in motion. It's exactly what that looks like. But uh, a big portion of that building could be used for permanent supportive housing units. We've, they've, I've heard rumblings of up to 180 housing supportive units have turned those into much like apartments and and to have a, a resource shop there for people that are experiencing homelessness or housing uh, vulnerability. So uh, that building is going to be put to use. It's too valuable not to be uh, not to be used in this community. And I'm grateful that the city of Wichita is taking the lead on something that's incredibly important, such as homeless issues here in, in Wichita and Sedgwick County. It's a great central location. Of course, I live in Riverside and have for the past 40, 45 years. And, uh, yeah, seeing that, you drive by that building, those buildings every day, because it is a campus. There are several buildings there. And That's right. There's too much potential there, and we can put that to use for this community. And, and what the city and, and partnership with the county and, and, and hopefully the state, what we're trying to accomplish in the entire homeless ecosystem uh, will be a big benefit to this community and a long-term return on this investment. Well, that building's where I got my first colonoscopy, and uh, I'm kind of hoping that some sort of plaque will be put there if, if by the county. Well, 
let's get yeah let's get to work on that i've obviously got wonderful memories for you that building so oh, yeah. maybe we'll let you christen that building but we're going to do it differently than a colonoscopy <laughs> i treasure i treasure it there's no doubt about it all right sir have have a good week off i didn't expect that finish <laughs> yeah well that's nor did any of us when you uh when you go to work with steve and ted anything can happen okay yeah, great. Well, I appreciate you guys. Hope you have a great week. One of these days, uh, you'll call and we won't be here. That's all. <laughs> In the bunker. <laughs> no, we'll be somewhere else. All right, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. That's uh, Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty with our weekly talk with him. Uh, sorry about that curve at the end there. 741, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. Spirit Aero Systems can't predict cost ramifications of the 737 grounding. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, 747 KNSS here on a Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Firefighters battled several big wildfires burning in south central Kansas. Two. Emergency disaster declaration and red flag warning for fire danger across the state. One. President Biden and Donald Trump will visit the southern border this week. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Seeing some very heavy traffic, and this is uh, westbound on Kellogg, and it's east of 143rd Street East. So you want to watch out there. Again, that's uh, just east, 143rd Street East, westbound on Kellogg. Traffic there, very heavy and slow. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Red flag warning for fire danger today. Sunny and breezy today with a high of 78 degrees. That was yesterday's high, a record tying 78 degrees. Mostly cloudy and cooling off tonight. The overnight low, 23. Then on Wednesday, sunny and cooler. Tomorrow's high, just 48 degrees. That's right, a 30-degree plunge by tomorrow. Now partly cloudy. Southwest wind at 3 miles per hour and 48 degrees. From Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330, KNSS. You know what makes a great gift? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. 748 now, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We had a down close on Wall Street Monday. Stocks lower ahead of key inflation data on tap for later this week. The Dow closing down 62 points, the S&P 500 down 19, the Nasdaq off by 20. Both the Dow and S&P slipping from record territory, but one stock did move higher, NVIDIA, hitting yet another record as shares of the AI chip company close in on a record $2 trillion in market value. In other market news, Amazon joined the Dow, moving slightly lower as Walgreens, the stock that was kicked out of the index to make way for Amazon, moved down by 3%. And new home sales rebounding for the second month. Medium price for a new home now, $420,700. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. This year looks to be a much better one for the U.S. economy than business economists were forecasting just a few months ago. And that's according to a survey released Monday by the National Association of business economics. The economy looks to set to grow 2.2% this year after adjusting for inflation, and that's up from an earlier forecast of 1.3%. And it's the latest sign or signal of a strength for an economy that's blasted through predictions of a recession. 
In local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, Wichita's Spirit Aerosystems says it's not able to predict what the cost ramifications will be after the temporary grounding of the 737 MAX 9 earlier this year. That's what the company said in a filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. The Federal Aviation Administration grounded the MAX 9 aircraft after a door plug, which Spirit Aerosystems manufactured, blew off an Alaska Airlines flight midair in early January. The agency put a hold on increased manufacturing plans for the aircraft. On Wichita's western edge, ICT Capital is closing in on completing what it is touting as the first build-to-rent residential development of its kind in the city. Michael Malone, co-founder and president of the locally-based real estate development company, said work should wrap up by late spring or early summer on Porchlight at Auburn Hills, a 76-unit project near the northwest corner of 135th and Maple, featuring single-family homes that are exclusively rentals. While the community is highly high density at uh, around 10 units per acre, it differs from other multi-family developments, like those featuring duplexes, in that the homes do not share walls with each other. Butler Community College President Kim Kroll is going to retire at the end of her contract at the end of June. She announced that after last week's meeting of the two-year college's board of trustees. Kroll has been the president at Butler Community College since 2013. It's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. I've been privileged to interview Kroll on several occasions, and uh, very sharp, uh, good organizer, it seems, and, and some great things have happened. At Butler over the past, well, in her duration, what, she's been there 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Some really neat things have happened there. And uh, it's sad to see her retire, but, you know, she's probably got other things she wants to do in this world. So maybe we can get her on uh, on my issues show before the end of the year, before she has to, before she leaves. Today is uh, Anosmia Awareness Day. Anosmia, never heard of it. Do you know what it is? Well, that's why it needs an awareness day. I, uh, I'm pretty sure that's when you lose your sense of smell. That's it. Yeah. Brings attention to a condition causing loss of smell. Of all our senses, smell perhaps is taken for granted more than any other, according to this, what I'm reading here. So there you go. Awareness of you've lost your sense of smell. I I think that my sense of taste has gone, has starting to go a little bit. I, I don't be able to, I don't seem to be able to taste things like I used to. Hmm. But, uh. I guess that's part of, of getting older. Uh, so, do we have any favorite smells this morning we can talk about? I like honeysuckle. You know, we, I do, too. We have a honeysuckle vine by our front porch. We did have. I think it, I think it died, but that is, a, that is a great smell. I agree. <laughs> and the other one I, I love is lilacs. I got a lilac bush out in our, in our back. So, there's... There's two, and of course, uh, I, I like how that that's that's where your head went when we're talking about different smells today, as opposed to the other end of the I was, spectrum. I was going to go that way, but uh, <laughs> in good taste, I thought, what are the worst smells? Well, I yeah. like the smell of a fresh carnation. Carnation, <laughs> love the smell of chocolate. Smell of a smell of a good steak on a on a on a grill. Oh, that's a good smell. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Uh, there you go. Guess it's better than a list of horrendous stenches. Well, we could go for that, but I don't think we will today. So, National Anosmia Awareness Day. I didn't even know there was such a thing. All right, Steve and Ted. Ted, when's uh, when's Shocker basketball? When are you going to do another PA for us at uh, at, at at Coke Arena? Saturday evening, last home game. It's the last home game. Yep. Wow. Well, let's have a turnout. Get out, you know, about 
15,000 people out there. Some will have to stand in the parking lot, but who are we playing on uh, the last, last uh, one? Rice. I, rice. Oh, shoot. Is, is it Rice or UTSA? No. There's so confused. many. It's a, <laughs> one of the teams from Texas. Okay. One of those Texas teams. By the way, this is Steve and Ted's show number 6,000. It's, it's Rice, I believe. Rice. Yeah. 6,620 shows we've done as of today, and uh, that goes back to January of 1998. So in case you're interested, there you go. 6620 today. 6620, baby. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Steve and Ted, we have the latest on wildfires across central Kansas. Ted has sports on the way. Yep, KU playing basketball tonight in Lawrence. Hoping to extend a long winning streak. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news. The Blur is coming up, too. Yep, we'll get your entertainment news coming up at 835 this morning. Don't miss it. And we have your usual traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh with a red flag warning for fire danger today. Today, right now, the temperature 49 degrees. President Biden is planning to visit Brownsville, Texas to meet with officials as former President Trump will also be at the border in Eagle Pass, Texas. Fox's Jackie Ibanez reports. Biden said he just learned about his Republican opponent's trip. I've been planning to go Thursday. What I didn't know is uh, my good friend apparently. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. A Trump campaign spokesperson claimed Trump's trip was planned first, writing on X. Crooked Joe Biden had three years to visit the border and fix the crisis he created. Now Biden's handlers are sending him there on the same day as President Trump's publicly reported trip. 
not because they actually want to solve the problem, but because they know Biden is losing terribly. Polls show if President Biden doesn't turn things around quickly, the issue of illegal immigration could prove to be a major political liability for him come November. A new Monmouth University poll shows 61% of Americans say illegal immigration is a very serious problem. A number of wildfires were causing concern around central Kansas Monday afternoon. One of the largest was south of Lake and then burned at least a six-mile path. A wildfire was reported in south Reno County, west of Pretty Prairie and south of Arlington. Reno County officials say crews also worked a small fire west of Hutchinson. A wildfire flared up in uh, northeast Kingman County, north of Highway 400 and northwest of Cheney. Kingman County officials said crews are uh, are working uh, pasture fire uh, north of Highway 54. Other fires were reported in South Rice County and in McPherson County, north of Groveland. There is no information on whether any buildings were burned. No injuries are reported. An emergency disaster declaration was issued Monday in Kansas due to increased fire risks this week. The declaration allows more resources to be available for fighting wildfires. Rodney Redinger with the Kansas Forest Service says they've been working to prepare for possible wildfires. A lot of planning. Uh, we've been communicating with our uh, other state partners, the State Fire Marshal's Office, Division of Emergency Management, um, since kind of towards the end of last week when we started hearing that these fire weather conditions may be coming this week. Um, and so specifically to the Forest Service. The Kansas Division of Emergency Management has started staffing the State Emergency Operations Center to help counties and local first responders under the new declaration. Wichita police have made an arrest in a weekend double homicide. 35-year-old Christopher Harrell and a 35-year-old Natisha Phillips were shot near Kellogg and Rock Road early Saturday morning. A young child was also found unharmed at the scene. A 20-year-old suspect arrested on suspicion of capital murder and child endangerment. Formal charges are pending. Two men accused in the shooting death of one-year-old Taden Anderson February 19th were charged in Sedgwick County Court on uh, Monday. 21-year-old Jonathan Tillery Mathias and 25-year-old Kavion Richard were charged with first-degree murder and criminal discharge of a firearm. A 17-year-old was also has also been charged in juvenile court. Bond for both men was set at $1.5 million. The Federal Trade Commission has sued to block a proposed supermarket merger. Government officials say the nearly $25 billion deal between grocery giants Kroger, the parent company of Dillon's, and Albertsons would eliminate competition and lead to higher prices for millions of Americans. The FTC filed a lawsuit in U.S. District Court in Oregon Monday. It was joined in the suit by the attorneys general of eight states and the District of Columbia. Kroger and Albertsons, two of the nation's largest grocers, agreed to the merger in October of 22, saying that the merger would help them better compete with Walmart, Amazon, Costco, and other big rivals. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Wichita City Council has scheduled a workshop for today. Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News she is making a change to try and simplify things. I'm hoping that our community knows that in the past, workshops were at 9.30 a.m., Well, I tried to align it all so that everything's at 9 a.m. So our council meetings are at 9 a.m. Our workshop meetings now are at 9 a.m. Wu commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Steve and Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 6.05, five minutes past 6 o'clock.
Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS, 6.09 now, nine minutes past six o'clock. Sedgwick County's annual severe weather safety program kicked off Monday evening at the Valley Center Community Center. Cody Sharvett with the county's emergency management tells KNSS News. Free of charge, open to the public, no registration required. Just show up ready to learn and and, uh, listen to what you can do to increase your weather IQ. Does the presentation change any from year to year, or is it pretty much information that we're just reinforcing? I I think more the latter. I mean, not a lot changes when it comes to severe weather. Uh, We, you know, a wall cloud, still wall cloud, a shelf cloud, still shelf cloud, that type of thing. The county will present 14 programs through April 2nd. New information is being released about the migrant suspected in this murder of Lakin Riley, a Georgia nursing student. Fox's Matt Finn tells us more. 26-year-old murder suspect Jose Antonio Ebrar is the illegal alien from Venezuela, the one charged with murdering that University of Georgia student. He first crossed into the U.S. illegally in El Paso, Texas in September 2022. He was released into the U.S. via parole, which is a temporary authorization to be in the United States. I says then in August of last year, New York police arrested Ebrar for acting in a manner that would injure a child less than 17. But New York City is a sanctuary city, so Ebrar was released before ICE could issue a detainer to hold him. Fast forward a few months, and now Ebrar has been charged with the murder of the University of Georgia nursing student Lakin Riley. A New York City medical school goes tuition-free. Thanks to a $1 billion donation. Ruth Gottesman, who's the widow of a Wall Street investor, announcing the gift Monday to students and faculty at the Albert Einstein School of Medicine. Gottesman has been affiliated with the college for 55 years and chairs its board of trustees. The gift is intended to attract a diverse pool of candidates who otherwise might not have the means to attend. It will also enable students to graduate without debt. Tuition at Einstein is more than $59,000 per year, The national average for medical school debt in the U.S. exceeds $200,000. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Warmer weather leads to the cancellation of the longest sled dog race in the eastern U.S. The Can-Am Crown International Sled Dog Races have taken place in northern Maine for more than 30 years, but a lack of snow means there'll be no mushing this year for the 250-mile event. Organizers say it's not safe. Races center around Fort Kent, more than 300 miles north of Portland. The National Weather Service says the town has received about 47 inches of snow this year. It normally has about 80 inches. The Can-Am sled dog races are expected to return next year. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. Right now, traffic, well, the things in traffic are looking good here in the Wichita area at the moment. Not really seeing many uh, slow traffic areas or too many problems out there. The gasoline prices, not really seeing a change at that higher end. Still two ninety nine a gallon for the most part uh, at that high end. Spotted some better prices out there. Uh, 279 saw that near Central and Mays. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Let's take a first look at the uh, weather forecast this morning with KSN KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A quiet start to the day here in Wichita in south-central Kansas. We expect to be sunny, breezy, really warming up again this afternoon with a high near 80. We do have a red flag warning in effect for extreme fire danger. Tonight, much colder air coming in behind the frontal boundary. Our low 23, sunny and 46 tomorrow. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a few clouds, southwest wind at 7 miles per hour, 47 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station. 
98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. 6.13, Steve and Ted, and today is Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. We had another beautiful day across central Kansas. Monday, Wichita's high temperature, 78 degrees, normal high 52, and that 78 ties the record for the date, uh, which was set in 1896. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Long time ago. That's, a, that's gosh, in the last century, hmm, or the century before that. Wow, 1896, 1990, that's 196, wow, 100 and some years old. On this date in 1973, members of the American Indian Movement occupied the hamlet of Wounded Knee in South Dakota, the site of the 1890 massacre of Sioux men, women, and children. The occupation lasted until the following May. It's about that time around there when uh, some American Indians, uh, Native Americans, occupied Alcatraz Prison. Remember, remember hearing about that, Ted? I, mm-hmm. I don't know how long they were out there, but uh, they pretty much trashed the place. And then government finally went in, cleaned it up. And if you get to San Francisco, I urge you to take the boat out and see Alcatraz. It is something else. All right, we got a powerful winter storm dumping deep snow in parts of the West Monday. Much of the central U.S. was in season of blow warm, as mm-hmm. you know. People played golf in Wisconsin, Wichita. And comfortably walked their dogs in Iowa, where some bulbs were starting to flower. High winds hiked fire risks in several states, including here in Kansas, as we've been telling you this morning. Why was it happening? The jet stream has been sitting far north, far north enough to mean that warm air has been blasting the normally frigid upper Midwest. Also at uh, play is a weather pattern called El Nino which transports warm air from the Gulf of Mexico northward, causing temperatures to soar in the central and eastern regions. We are suffering from El Nino, if you can call that suffering. Right, Ted? All right, Ted, it's pretty nice out there this morning, huh? You had it Yeah, it's not bad. An eventful commute in. You didn't have to stop for any accidents or anything in your your journey to be here with us this morning. No, sir. A case of old hockey cards, possibly containing the game's great one, has fetched more than $3.7 million Oof! after it was discovered in a Regina, Saskatchewan home. Yeah, I knew it wasn't discovered in the U.S. It had to be Canada. <laughs> yeah. Heritage Auctions says the winning bidder bought the case of 16 sealed boxes of O.P. Cheese 1979 hockey card collection, amounting to more than 10,000 cards. The auctioneer says the case could include 25 or more coveted Wayne Gretzky rookie cards. Good. A man in Regina had kept the case in a packaged storage. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela. The mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Room. Auctioneer says the uh, longtime collector has to remain anonymous. I have not collected a baseball or a card of any kind since I was about 10. How do they come? Did, how do you buy them anymore? Can you buy them in a store with a You're pack, asking me? A pack of five. I have uh, no idea. They used to get, what, five cards and some really crummy bubble gum with them? You remember that when you were a kid? I was not into that. Uh, My two I brothers was, were. I was for a little bit. I had a. I had, a I had no interest in that at all. I had a shoebox pretty much filled. In a bit. Every about every other one was Walt Dropo, or Don Mossy, who you never heard of. Yeah, there never was a decent card. That I, I was very of. much into listening to games on the radio, watching go. games on TV, but, but I had no card. interest in having cards around. All right, we have uh, which which police department asking for help in locating a critical missing adult, 37-year-old Samuel Dorsey. Last seen in the Meridian Seneca area, Dorsey is a Caucasian male. He has a diminished mental capacity. If you see him, know anything about him, call the police department. Six, come up on 618, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is time for leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted. Yeah, we had basketball action in Manhattan last night. Kansas State hosting West Virginia, a team that has not won a road game this season. You heard the game on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Interesting game. 8,800 fans at the game last night in Bramlage. K-State had a 25-point lead, and they lost it. Uh-oh. They, uh, that lead went away in the final 13 and a half minutes of regulation and ended up going into overtime where K-State survived and beat the Mountaineers 94-90 to in OT. Gasson back to Perry. Shot clock is at 10. Here's Tyler on the drive. Layup. Good! What a play, Tyler Perry! He's got 25, and it's 89-85. How about that? It's another overtime win for K-State. The amazing streak continues. K-State has now won 12 straight overtime games under head coach Jerome Tang since he took over last season. Seven. You must have a good overtime speech. Seven of them this season. That is an NCAA record for overtime wins in one season. Wow. K-State now 17-11 and 11 on the season. Senior Tyler Perry with a season-high 29 points. He made six three-pointers. K-State gets first back-to-back wins in more than a month. They beat West Virginia last night. We have basketball in Lawrence tonight. Seventh-ranked Kansas hosting BYU a team that has lost three straight road games. Meanwhile, KU has won 19 straight home games, third longest active streak in the nation. Jayhawks are a six-and-a-half-point favorite coming into this one tonight. BYU making its first visit to Lawrence in 52 years. Been there in a long time. And now they're conference foes, so they'll start meeting regularly. KU, like we said, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Seven o'clock tip-off tonight in Lawrence. Moving over to softball briefly, we will talk softball tonight, the weekly edition of the Christy Breadbender Softball Show with the Wichita State head coach. It'll be at 6 o'clock tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Softball team off to a 7-3 and three start, getting ready for a trip to Nebraska coming up this weekend. High school basketball, we are into substate, so 
Win you advance, you lose, your season is over all over the state. We have a good 5A sub-state game tonight. For the boys, Emporia at Andover Central. Both teams are 13-7 and on the season, but somebody will advance, another will go home. Last night in Class 2A girls play in sub-state, Inman wins on the road at Chase County. Winning 81-53, the Inman girls are into the sub-state semifinals with a record of 15-6. and Pro hockey in the NHL last night. The Edmonton Oilers win on home ice, beat the Los Angeles Kings 4-2. Starting in goalie for Edmonton, former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner had 38 saves. And on defense for Edmonton, another Thunder star, Vincent Descharnay, got in three hits on defense. Edmonton snaps a three-game losing streak with that win. The Oilers holding on to third place in the Pacific Division. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Toronto Raptors win in Indianapolis, beat the Pacers 130-122. to A couple of former Kansas Jayhawks helping out the Raptors off the bench. Grady Dick from Wichita, the rookie out of KU. Four for four from three-point range, 18 points, five rebounds for Grady. And another Jayhawk, Ochai contributed 13 points off the bench. The Raptors have won three in a row. They are three and a half games back for a playoff spot. That's Sports with Stephen Ted, brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center, a safe healing environment with caring employees that fully understand recovery from addiction. Bel Air Recovery Center, they improve the lives they touch. You know, uh, I'm going to throw you a curve this morning. Do you know any of the local high school teams that are undefeated at this point? Yeah, there are several. Are there several? Okay. Yeah, we talked about them quite a bit last week. Okay. Mays South Boys. Really? Andover Girls. Okay. I think maybe the McPherson Boys. Well, there you go. When the Heights Boys, maybe. Yeah. Or do they have one loss? I have to check on it. Yeah, right. we got a few out there. Good. We'll touch on them as we get through going through substate here. Right, right. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Will a drink a day boost your health? That's coming up. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. I'll have one right now. Morning, 630. Stephen Ted of the morning. Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 47 degrees. Millions in the Midwest are at risk of severe weather today. Fox Weather Stephen Morgan has details. We've got some dry air, and it's been nearly impossible to have a cloud develop. These blue skies, severe potential, notably the, the tornadic threat that we have. It is displaced a little farther to the north, a little closer to where that surface low will likely develop. But uh, as we're looking at the environment and these temperatures, it reminds me, back in 2011, folks who live in St. Louis, they remember the Good Friday tornado. It happened on the 22nd of April. Um, we had a powerful supercell. In fact, the strongest, most devastating tornado we have seen in nearly 40 years. Forecasters say 30 million Americans are under possible storm threat today. Authorities have identified a man who died after crashing his motorcycle in southeast Wichita Sunday afternoon on 47th Street between Oliver and Woodlawn. 24-year-old Luciano Jorge Garcia of Wichita lost control of his motorcycle and crashed. Several Kansas counties have already issued or are planning to impose burn bans due to the high fire risk conditions. Meade County Fire Chief Brandon Hageman says the ban can cut down on the risk of fires getting out of control. Even though you think your fire might be out, you know, there can still be hot embers down inside that fire. You get a day like today where the humidity's low and the wind comes up, then uh, that fire can 
that you thought was out could get away from you pretty fast. The burn ban is in effect through April 1st. Wichita Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News a special event is scheduled for today at 5.30 p.m. at Century 2. We're having a Division of Arts and Cultural Services uh, event. It's the State of the Arts Community event, and this is an opportunity for people to see how the arts generates over $180 million in economic activity right here in Wichita in 2022 alone. Wu commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Steve and Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. Police are looking for whoever placed an explosive device outside a government office in Alabama. The device was detonated outside the office of State Attorney General Steve Marshall over the weekend in downtown Montgomery. Marshall says there were no injuries in the explosion, no word on a motive. But the incident came after Marshall announced he wouldn't prosecute providers of in vitro fertilization or families who use their services. Alabama Supreme Court recently ruled that frozen embryos could be considered children under a state law. The decision was in response to two wrongful death lawsuits brought by couples whose frozen embryos were destroyed in an accident at an Alabama fertility clinic. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Donald Trump has appealed his $454 million New York civil fraud judgment, challenging a judge's finding that he lied about his wealth as he grew the real estate empire that launched him to stardom and the presidency. The former president's lawyers filed a notice of appeal Monday asking the state's mid-level appeals court to overturn Judge Arthur Engregon's February 16th ruling in Attorney General Letitia James's lawsuit. Let's take a look at the forecast now with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Our record high temperature for today in Wichita is 78, set back in 1976. We may break that again today. Sunshine, windy and warm with a high near 80. A strong cold front is going to bring an end to this spring-like weather. Tonight's low 23, sunny and 46 tomorrow. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a few clouds, 47 degrees, southwest wind at 7 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Well, Ted, here we go. Tuesday morning, we're off to a pretty good start. Got my coffee going here. Prairie fire. It's the best. Yeah, right? I just was with you when you were filling up a couple minutes ago. It's about Another right. round. Let's so, see. We've been on the air for a half hour. That's about the 57th cup right Oh, there. good for you. Nice. Coming up in a, an hour from now, we'll talk with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty, as we do with Steve and Ted on Tuesday mornings. Today is the 27th day of February. On this date in 1951, the 22nd Amendment to the Constitution, limiting a president to two terms of office, was ratified. I guess that's because of a reaction to President Roosevelt serving part of four terms. Of course, he didn't serve all of the last one, but uh, it was kind of, I guess, it was kind of a kickback from that. They didn't want that going on. Uh, hmm. Our only president to serve more than two terms. That's right. A proof copy of the first Harry Potter novel that uh, has bought was bought for pennies in a secondhand bookstore almost 30 years ago has sold at auction for 11,000 pounds. That's about $13,900. British auctioneers Hansons said Monday that the first edition copy of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, which states uncorrected proof copy on the cover, was bought in 1997 from a shop in South London with two other books for a total of 40 pence. That's 50 cents. The seller, who was not named, picked up the book about the famous boy wizard as a throw-in 
with other titles. Yeah, okay, throw it in. Yeah, put it in there. Whatever. Didn't read it or pay much attention to it for years until she read online about the high prices some Potter copies have achieved. Aha. There you go. Yeah. You got a you got one of those second hand deal right there. Harry Potters. You could be rolling in some tall uh pounds, whatever. Uh what do they call them? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the English currency. I know there's there's pounds, there's pence, there's whatever. Let's see here. What do we got here? A new new generation of influencers. Oh, great. Is emerging. Just what I always wanted. Defining influencers would be what somebody on the on the on the internet who people follow, I guess, when they put something. Yeah, on. they spout their stuff, and then for some reason, people start heeding what they say. Well, you're gonna like this, Ted. Companies are targeting Generation Alpha. Kids born between I don't even know what that is. Okay, kids born between the 2010s and 20, 2020s to become brand ambassadors. Children okay, as young so- as seven years old are partnering with brands to not only promote products on social media and be the faces of ad campaigns, but as active participants in launching and marketing products. Seven years old. More information at knssradio.com, where I picked up this story this morning. Well, I mean, stuff like this has been happening. I mean, remember uh, the little kid on the baloney ad for Oscar Mayer, Mikey on the Life commercials? Yeah, Mikey. Mikey likes it. So kids kids have been the face of advertising and product Stuff for for a while, but as far as developing the product, probably not. I guess that's better than having a seven-year-old working on the slaughtering floor at a a meat pack. Well, that happens, too. (laughs) We hope not, Unfortunately. 6.37 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning on KNSS. Let's go ahead and take a look at the commodities update this morning with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, <clears throat> excuse me, Steve and Ted. Last week's average steer cash cattle trade in Kansas was $182.47, which is up $2.61 from the previous week. Now, daily lows were made early in the session yesterday for the live cattle and feeder cattle futures. The cattle complex recovered to trade positive, but only the live cattle were able to close positive. Lean hogs traded and closed mostly positive with new highs and some new contract highs. At the close yesterday, April live cattle 20 cents higher at 188.10. April feeder cattle $1.07 lower at 258.90. And April lean hogs 92 cents lower at 86.27. The wheat, corn, and soybean futures were able to come off the session lows to close positive yesterday. The weekly export inspections were good for the wheat and corn. Thursday is first notice day for March futures contracts. And Brazil's bean crop is estimated to be 40% harvested and their second corn crop 73% planted. At the moment, May Kansas City wheat's a penny and a half higher at 578. May corn's up a quarter of a penny at 421 and three quarters. May soybeans 10 and a half cents higher at 1155 and three quarters. April crude oil 22 cents lower at 77.36. April gold eight and a half dollars higher at 2047.40. The March S&P eight and a half points higher at 5089. The March dollar index 18 cents lower at 103.57. And March Dow Jones futures holding 29 points higher at 39,145. For commodity trading, egg marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Yeah, I don't know if you were listening a few minutes ago, we were talking about uh, seven-year-olds or kids that young being brand uh, brand enforcers or influencers on the internet. 
And Ted was talking about, you were talking about that little boy, Mikey, that uh, was on TV, the one, Mikey likes it. Life right? cereal. Yeah. yeah, he did the commercials for yeah. Life Cereal. Life Cereal, right. And uh, I, you know, I thought, well, that's, that's awfully young. On the other hand, I got to thinking about uh, my late grandfather, who uh, was born on a farm in uh, Pawnee County uh, in, in 1892, 1890. Anyway, he told me one time, he said, yeah, he said, when I was a kid. My evening chore when I was seven was to get on my pony, take my gun, my rifle, and go out and bring in the cows. He was seven years old. Because <laughs> that's, yes, that's on the farm. That's what happens in rural yeah. life, yeah. You know, and, but the, so the, of course, you, as you know, the, 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 the short side of that is that uh, kids uh, can sometimes get hurt on farms because it, that can be a dangerous place, especially if you're not careful, right? Oh, it can be, but it's like anything. Yeah. Use common sense. Things will happen once in a while. But overall, kids on farms learn a lot more than anybody else. They kind of know how to handle themselves in life, and they earn a lot of work ethics. Yeah, well, they sure do. And uh, some of them turn out uh, really, really great people, and then uh, some of them turn out like you, you know? <laughs> Careful now. I'll have somebody come visit you today. Oh, no, don't do that, please. All right. He'll <laughs> Show up with overalls and a big and a big ball bat, right? <laughs> That's right. <Okay. laughs> Thank you, Tom. Check with you tomorrow. Tom Leffler, Leffler Commodities. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP. He is the money tracker. Here's his here's his tease for today. Okay, what do we got? Tax brackets. Okay. Short and simple. A lot of writing went into that one. A lot of thought. Well, maybe he's got a lot of content. I know it's going to be good. Tax brackets coming up, Stephen. Ten of the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS 646 on a Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Firefighters battled several wildfires burning in south central Kansas. Two. Emergency disaster declaration and red flag warning for fire danger across the state. One. President Biden and Donald Trump will visit the southern border this week. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Really starting to see some of those traffic volumes picking up. Heaviest traffic I'm seeing right now is uh, right around K15, 31st Street South, uh, between there and MacArthur, especially northbound there on K15. Some pretty heavy traffic at this time. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Red flag warning for fire danger today. Sunny and breezy with a high of 78 degrees. Yesterday's high was 78. That tied a record for the day. Mostly cloudy and cool tonight. The overnight low, 23. And then Wednesday, sunny and cooler. Tomorrow's high, just 48 degrees, about 30 degrees cooler than today. Now a few clouds, 47 degrees. We have a southwest wind at 7 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day. From 10 till midnight, get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Depending on where you work, there's now a chance artificial intelligence is analyzing your messages. Fox on set. AI might be helping your employer analyze and read your messages on popular work apps. There's a growing trend of companies using tools, like the AI startup Aware, to monitor company communication. 
Aware says that 90% of their clients use their AI for e-discovery. So essentially to monitor for speech that creates legal risk. The other portion of their business can read employee sentiment in real time. Companies like Delta use the tool for both legal purposes and to assess sentiment. Some of the apps this new software might be used on include Slack, Microsoft Teams, Workplace, or Zoom. When it comes to AWARE, the CEO tells Fox Business, quote, We believe that fostering a positive, safe, and legally compliant work environment is not only the right thing to do, it's also smart business, and AI helps us do it better at scale and with respect to privacy. With Fox on Tech, I'm Madison Allworth, Fox News. We had a down close on Wall Street Monday. Stocks lower ahead of key inflation data on tap for later this week. The Dow closing down 62 points, the S&P 500 down 19, the Nasdaq off by 20. Both the Dow and S&P slipping from record territory, but one stock did move higher, NVIDIA, hitting yet another record as shares of the AI chip company close in on a record $2 trillion in market value. In other market news, Amazon joined the Dow, moving slightly lower as Walgreens, the stock that was kicked out of the index to make way for Amazon, moved down by 3%. And new home sales rebounding for the second month, median price for a new home now $420,700. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. Government and aviation industry experts say Boeing has made some strides toward improving its safety culture. But employees could still be a subject to retaliation for reporting issues. That's one of the findings in a report presented Monday to the Federal Aviation Administration. The experts say that when it comes to safety, there is a disconnect between Boeing's senior management and its workers. That's not good. No. Because they don't want those folks blowing a whistle on them. (laughs) And as we've been telling you, uh, the uh, 2024 severe weather Safety program put on by the Sedgwick County Emergency Management people had the first one last night in Valley Center, and the next one will be Thursday. This Thursday, it's combined class for Andale and Mount Hope, and that will be at Mount Hope Community Building. And all of these start at 6.30 p.m., and they are open to the public at no charge. There you go. Thursday night. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, tax brackets. Good morning, Dan. I know, I know. Good morning, Stephen Ted. You know, I know this, this was a compelling, compelling tease for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because, you know, there's a lot of confusion surrounding income taxes. You know, what is taxed? How much? How much does my marginal tax the, the, the bracket differ from, from my tech effective tax? And And there's always the other side of the balance sheet. How... Are those taxes used? And uh, that's another conversation for another day, how taxes are used. But anyway, there are several types of filers, single, married filing joint, and head of household. Rather than breaking down each one, here are approximate brackets for those who are married filing joint returns. First of all, income tax up to $23,000 is taxed at 10%. 23000 to 94000 is 12%. Uh, 94 to 200,000 pays about 22 percent. 200 to 380 thousand dollars is 24 percent. 32 percent for 380 to 490 thousand dollars. And when you go higher than that, 490 to 730 is 35 percent. And finally, 
Anything above 730000 is 37%. Now, if you're in the 24% bracket, let's say, that doesn't mean that you'll pay 24% on every dollar you earn. Here's how it works. The 24% bracket is just for earnings from two hundred dollars to $380,000. If you have taxable income of $250,000, let's say, which is above, you're in, you're in the 24% bracket, you'll pay 24% just on everything above $201,000. So that would be $49,000. So the first 23000 is, as I said earlier, is taxed at 10%. That'd be $2,300. Then from twenty-four dollars to $94,000, it's 12%. That's $8,400. $95,000 to dollars at 22% is $23,100. And that $49,000 that's above two hundred, dollars uh, to two fifty at 24% would be eleven thousand seven hundred and sixty. Now bear with me. This is I know this is getting kind of complicated, but if we add all those marginal marginal tax liabilities up, the total income tax owed is about forty-five thousand dollars. Now, when we divide that by the total income of two hundred and fifty thousand, we'll come up with the effective or the actual take tax rate, which is about eighteen percent. Now, it gets even more complex, and that is the standard deduction for a married couple is, is uh, as you just heard earlier on that tax ad that we heard, uh, is just north of $29,000. So if you earn less than $29,000, you pay no income tax. Those numbers all don't factor in other deductions and other tax credits. And I realize this is kind of complex, and this is stresses the need to either use a good tax planning software or work with a tax professional. And of course, if you have any questions, give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. Don, today is National Retro Day, taking oh. us back to a time before smartphones and the internet. Every generation looks back and asks, remember when? And this celebration indulges our love of the good old days while remaining in the present. All right. Relics of the past. Phone booths. When's the last time you saw a phone booth in public? Been a while. Actually, actually, I'm trying to remember. I was traveling in Colorado, and I did see one that, that worked. Really? Yeah, and I think it was more of a joke than anything. Well, <laughs> they know. do have one down at the uh, Wichita Century County Historical Museum. People I'm sure there's, one at the, there's probably one at the jail. Well, and, of course, it got you mentioned know, they, last week with that thing that landed on the moon. They said it was the size of a phone booth. Oh, well. And it's already tipped over. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody knew what they were talking about. That's funny. How about uh, full-service gas stations where you Uh, you drive in and you ding a bell and a a guy or person comes out and fills your tank? But there's still some states where they do that. Is there? Like there's some states where you can't pump your own gas. I didn't know New Jersey is one of them. I know, and there's a few others. Is that right? No. Yeah. How about here's a token of the the past? Civil politicians. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Right there along with mature adults. Huh? <laughs> How about tattoos on Navy and Marine veterans and nobody else? It's like exactly yeah, the opposite. Good. It's the opposite. Or uh, how about how about when people used to wear other things other than pajamas to Walmart? Yeah. Yeah. Pajama uh, bottoms. Oh my god. <laughs> my granddaughters wear them constantly. <laughs> oh man. How about when people used to dress up to go to church? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or work. Or Everything's just super casual now. Or just to go downtown or, shopping. Yeah. 
or to or to fly or to fly someplace. When yep. I was a kid, when we flew someplace, I had to put on a tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and now now people are coming back from the Bahamas with their with their uh, with their uh, you know the sleeveless t-shirts on and shorts and yeah. sandals, and it's just it's just I don't want to smell you just sitting next to me. Disgusting, yeah. isn't it? National yeah. Retro Day. All right, thanks, guys. Coming up, Stephen, ten in the morning here, at top of the hour, seven o'clock news this morning. President Biden will visit the southern border and wildfires burning across central Kansas yesterday. We'll tell you about that, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.